Welcome to uh, the Sci-Fi Film Podcast. Um, this is uh, one of our interview specials, and today, oh, sorry, today we are, into, we are talking to Brandon. Is it Rhinus? It sure is Rhinus. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> uh, who uh, was uh, behind the film uh, "I Am Not a Robot," which we reviewed in the last episode? Um, thank you for joining us, uh, Brandon. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. It's no problem whatsoever. Um, so uh, the film was um, re- was uh, put out by Higher Universe Pictures. Is that your own um, company or your own sort of like production? Yeah, that's a production company started by me and um, my friend slash co-creator Adam Storischuk. We started making comics and then we kind of moved into film. Okay. Um, well, for anyone who hasn't seen your your films or, or your your channel could you just give us a bit of background of how you got into making short films and how you got to like where you are now with the with the company well basically i, I started when i was a teenager um i kind of dabbled in it mainly for fun um i didn't really take it seriously i made some really really bad short films and when i was young and i never took it seriously until i was kind of in my you know early mid 30s then I decided, you know what, if like, I wonder if, if I really put all my effort into this filmmaking thing, maybe in, you know, in the, the screenwriting, kind of all the creative stuff, maybe I could make something of it. So I started working really hard at it and started making some headway, started selling some scripts and making some low budget films. And then I got laid off from my day job. And by that point, I was kind of on the brink of maybe being, being able to make a living at it. And you know, so from that point, I decided, you know what, I'm not going to get another job. I'm going to do this full time and you know, I'll take it a month at a time. And if I run out of money, I'll get another job and, you know, that'll be that. And that was about five years ago. And there was like a two month period where I had to get a job to kind of make ends meet. But other than that, I've been uh, doing this stuff for five years now and, um, you know, building the team and building the crew and, um, you know, basically having a lot of fun along the way. Cool. Good, good. Um, we, as I say, I mean... Uh, we do we review horror and sci-fi films. Uh, we we decided on the on a sci-fi film for this one, and uh, I'm on the robot was the one we chose. Um, what, Scott, you were going to ask a question. Yeah, on the synopsis you've got on YouTube, it says that you've made it was like one of uh, four the fourth of five films that you made within a short weekend. Was there a reason why there was five made in a weekend or was it for a college, uh, for, um, for um, like a, a film sort of, I can't remember what the word is now. <laughs> That's the one, film competition, sorry. Or if it's just an idea that you had to ha- make that many in a weekend? It was, it was, it was not part of anything, any competition or anything. It was something that 
something we just decided to do. Uh, the year before, um, we had shot five short horror films in one day. They were all kind of like, you know, one to two page little things and it went out very well. Um, so we kind of, I wanted to step it up a little bit and see if we could make more complicated ones and give ourselves a weekend instead of a day. Um, so, and yeah, it was, uh, it was basically just kind of like a stunt to see if we could do it. Um, I like putting out content. I like just kind of getting my stories out there and, you know, instead of spending all this time on kind of one short, I like to just crank stuff out there. I mean, I don't want to sacrifice quality per se, but, um, I do this, like telling the stories and getting the practice and especially with that one, that was kind of the first, um, sci-fi one I'd done on my own. So things like that, I just wanted to, um, I basically just like getting the films out there. So that's kind of why we did that. All right. So, I mean, looking at the content on your, on your channel, I mean, uh, on your YouTube channel, um, the, most of the other stuff you do, is, is it sort of like supernatural and horror sort of stuff, or is it a variety of genre or? I would say it's, it's a variety, but it's mainly horror. That kind of tends to, it's kind of my favorite, tends to be what I lean towards. Um, but there's a few comedy ones on there and some other genres. Um, uh, the first sci-fi I did was called The Hive. Um, that was a buddy of mine from high school that I kind of um, got reacquainted with, and he saw the films I was doing, and he basically funded that project and produced it himself. Um, it was his story. I wrote and directed, but it was his story. And it's actually, I think, my most popular um, YouTube film. Yeah. I got the most views. Um, so after that, uh, I Am Not a Robot was the first sci-fi one I did, kind of like all of my own creation. Yeah, because I noticed you, you, uh, it was, uh, you wrote, produced, and directed it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so it is all your own, your own work, basically. Um, yeah. when, we, when we watched the film, we were all impressed with the quality of the film and the quality of the acting. Um, and I've noticed that you'd have some, uh, some of your actors have been in, in, some of the actors in this have been in your other, some of your other films and that. So have you got like a, an ensemble you kind of call on to do, do your films or is it just who's available or friends or what? Yeah, I do. I have, um, I kind of have a core group of actors that I like working with. You know, they're good. They're easy to work with. Um, and it also just like, I'm comfortable working with them with, you know, especially under pressure. It's, I just like to work with people I've worked with before. And, um, and yeah, so that's kind of the main reason for that. And the, there was a few new people that I'd never worked with, um, in I'm not a robot. So that was kind of, we got some new faces in there too, but I also find I tend to start writing specifically for people when, once I've worked with them, when I'm working on a new script, I write with a certain person in mind so that when it comes time to make the film, they're just an easy choice unless they're, you know, unavailable or for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I, I do like to just work with it with a solid team. Yeah. Yeah. No, find people that you can work with well and it's, it makes sense to stick with them. Doesn't it? Um, yeah. but we, we, we did like, we liked it. We liked the film and we liked the story. Um, the only thing we, <laughs> we were saying, I think maybe it's because, uh, partly myself because of my age um, I've seen a lot of films of this kind of um, with the the twist in the tail and it, and it wasn't uh, let me think it wasn't an unexpected twist if you like that's the only yeah. that's the only thing that we said that we we felt that it was kind of like 
we kind of knew what the end was going to be by about halfway through the film <laughs> you know um but it was well done it was it's not you know it's, it's uh, i think it's just that it's it's one of those things if you watch a lot of sci-fi and horror films and things like that then you kind of come to expect the twists it's difficult to do something new isn't it yeah and i, I kind of honestly i knew that even when i was writing it i knew it's it's kind of a twist but it's yeah it's still somewhat expected it was kind of like a murder mystery after yeah. you've seen so many of them you can usually figure it out by you know at least halfway through the movie yeah uh, but it could still be enjoyable to watch it's just kind of like oh it's what i thought but Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, yeah, it was a good. It's a good film, and we we, we did like it. But it was. That's the only thing we all said. Really, it was a bit. Um, so, uh, where do you go from here? Are you, you you looking to make lots more short things, or or are you? Because I noticed one of the things you've got on there is you've got uh, um, the web series that you've done, which are very short, sort of like only one two minute long episode things so are you going to do some more of that are you going to make longer short films or would you like to go on to making sort of longer films maybe even features um yeah i do i, I like them both like shorts are good that we can kind of get a crew together and get something done with you know i could come up with something right now and have it kind of done by the end of the month if i so chose there's smaller in scope um i have released one feature so far called pop Ops. it's a, like a feature-length comedy film like a stoner comedy um we just started shooting on this past weekend we started shooting a horror a feature-length horror film called grotesque um that we're doing it's it's a lot of fun and it's coming along really well um we did shoot another short horror called the getch about a little monster um a few weeks ago so i'm kind of doing both obviously the the feature-length movies is kind of what i'm aspiring towards uh doing more of they just take a lot more resources, a lot more money. Whereas the shorts, I can usually fund them myself um, if need be, or with a couple other people, and we can get them done a lot more. Um, yeah, the uh, the web series you might be talking about, I've done a few of them, but the main, the biggest one is uh, called I'm Haunted. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, they're all kind of like one to five minute short videos, and we release them in real time, kind of like it was actually happening over the course of a couple months. All right. And then now that the whole thing has been released, I'm cutting it all together into a feature um, that will hopefully be released in the near future. Cool. No, that's good. I mean, you know, there have been a few um, films out in the last few years done in the same sort of way, though, video diary type things. So it, it's, you know, there's, there's a market out there for it. Um, so it's, why not? It's, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's my version. I t personally, I'm not really a fan of the found footage films. No. There's a oh. couple that I like, but it was basically, honestly, it was a way that I could get the, I, I had this kind of story in my head. And if we did like a video diary, basically I, the crew was me. So for most part, it was uh, my, the lead actor and myself. Yeah. And um, so that really, really cut down on expenses. So we were able to make the movie. I think we spent like, like $5,000 on the thing um so that was kind of the main reason for that and it was just to get a cool story out of it i was able to make it quickly so it's uh it was just you know i like to try new things sometimes yeah i mean things are difficult at the moment getting things done so uh with the whole covid thing um exactly so how are you coping with that it's 
the, uh, I'm Honda was made before COVID, um, luckily. And we were actually, I was actually shooting a, a TV pilot called um, Hancock's. And we, I think we finished shooting two days before um, the lockdown happened. So we kind of lucked out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm mainly a writer. I make, make my living as a writer. So I was able to still do work, you know, while everything was shut down. I just wasn't able to really shoot anything. And a lot of the projects that I had that were supposed to go into production didn't. Um, so it kind of really threw a wrench into things. But I was able to survive because I just kind of kept uh, doing the writing thing. And now things are slowly picking up again. So hopefully uh, everything will get back to normal in the near future. And uh, this will all be a thing of the past. <laughs> I wasn't sure how things were in Canada then. I haven't seen much on the news about how things are with you over there. Uh, yeah, I think seen- we're much more um, we're much more spaced out. Um, we have a smaller population than the UK, and probably you know fifty times as much space. So I think it just maybe didn't spread as quickly. I don't know. I'm not a, a scientist. I don't really follow it all that much. But uh, I don't think we got it as bad as other places. But I mean, you know, people still died, and uh, you know. Still not a fun thing to live through. No, no, very true. Um, so, has it? I mean, has it changed anything in what you're writing? Has it affected anything you're writing about? I don't think so. If it did, if it did, it's subconsciously. Uh, I know a lot of people are writing um, kind of COVID, uh, like lockdown type stories, and yeah, I just, I honestly think. It's like well, once we're through this, like I really don't want to see that. I don't want to think about it again. You know, no. I want the exact opposite. You know, I want to see crowds of people together. Um, <laughs> that's kind of what my thinking is. So I didn't subconsciously maybe something kind of crept in there, but um, I basically just kind of kept kept the course. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I I couldn't believe that for the uh, when it all first started here in the UK, the uh, the top films uh, in uh, on Netflix. For the first month were contagion and yeah. virus and you just gotta go really that's what you want to yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of want to forget about it yeah okay so um have you got anything i mean you were saying about the uh, feature you're making if, apart from that have you got anything in the in the pipeline that's going to be coming out soon before the end of the year or for yeah, I got like I got um we have cold comfort which was, that, which was actually the first feature that I wrote and directed, um but it actually it's been just you know tied up in post production and you know issues with the distributor and all that so it actually um, Hotbox which was my second feature got released first, right. yeah but cold comfort it's it's done it's finished we're just you know in the final stages of you know selling it or and all that kind of stuff so hopefully that will be out soon. The I'm Haunted feature will be out soon. The Get Short will be out. Um, so I got, I got some a few things coming out. And, you know, another possible book that I wrote, um, like a novel, some new comic books. So I got new stuff coming out. Um, it's just I always end up juggling 100 different projects at once because I'm always just creating stuff. And that, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, even for the um, those five horror shorts of which um, I'm Not a Robot is one. It took a year for me to finally release them. Like we shot them, not this past summer, but the summer before. Oh, and right. I got so busy that they were basically sitting on my laptop. And finally, I'm like, okay, you know what? I got to get these done. So yeah. I just kind of pounded them out, finished the editing, and, and released them. 
So I'm trying to get things out rather than, you know, jump onto something new and things kind of get left behind. So see, I'm always working on stuff. I'm, you know, I can't go. Sometimes I try, you know, to just to save money. I try to, you know, cut back on the projects I do, but something always comes up and, you know, I just find the resources to make it. It's, you know, kind of like an addiction or something, but um, yeah, grotesque is, is a big project. Probably the biggest I've ever done. We're shooting it um, basically over a year kind of sporadically on as we can, you know, raise the money and stuff. And we just yeah. got sick of waiting until we raise a big chunk of money. So we decided, you know, let's take what we have and we'll just start shooting. You know, we'll shoot for three days and then wait a month or two until we can raise some more money. And then, you know, and then we'll shoot a bit more and then we're going to be launching a crowdfunding campaign soon. And hopefully that'll be enough to finish it or at least a big chunk of it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, exciting things in the works. So you were saying you've got a lot of ideas, you've got a lot of um, stuff in the work. Where do these ideas come from? Are they stuff that come, like, do you take them from stuff that's gone on with you in your life or people you know, or are they just ones that you just randomly pick out of the air and run with it? I'd say they're more ones I pick out of the air. Um, you know, I get a lot of people when, you know, once they find out what I do, they'll, you know, they'll try to pitch me on these funny things that happen to them and, and you know, you should make a movie out of that. And it's like, nah, I'm not interested. Um, but even like, you know, years ago, kind of when I, five years ago or so, when I started doing this seriously, I began, I just kind of habit of writing down every single idea I came up with, like I'll write it on my phone instantly. Cause sometimes you know, like I think of something and then you're like, Oh, I'll remember it later. And you never do. Yeah. So like no kind of no yeah. matter where I am, I'll write I'll just you know write it down on my phone, and then I compile this huge list, which is now in the thousands of you know movie titles, cool lines, just like ideas for things. So anytime I'm doing a new project, I just go and scroll through the list, and then something will pop out, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was cool, and and then I'll start developing it further. And um, so I mean, I got there's no way I could ever do all those projects in my lifetime. I mean, there's far too many. Um, and of course, every day I'm coming up with new ones, but grotesque was just from that list. It was just some, well, a woman gets disfigured and then goes on a, after, you know, plastic surgery operation goes bad and she goes on a rampage, you know, killing people. That was just some idea that was on there for a couple of years. And yeah. then finally I was like, Hey, I think I could do something with that. So, you know, I developed it, wrote the script. And the next thing you know, we're, uh, we're shooting it. So I recommend that to everyone too, is just start writing it down to kind of like, makes your brain start working and, you know, coming up with stuff. So you, you never have to struggle to figure out what you want to do next. It's a yeah. problem becomes like, which of your ideas do you do next? You know, you're not yeah. sitting there wondering, <laughs> you know, what you could possibly make a movie of. You, you were saying you, you make most of the money from, uh, from writing. Do you, so do you write for other people, write uh, screenplays for other people? Yeah, mostly I do. I sell like a few like of my spec scripts that I write myself that I'll option or sell. But most of it comes from being hired. Um, sometimes, you know, companies will hire me. Sometimes I'll just do rewrites, like uncredited rewrites and polishes and stuff like that. And a lot of it is just people, like, that are just kind of starting out in the industry and they want to make their first movie and they, they have an idea for it. And, yeah. um, and sometimes they're more experienced with people. Like, I wrote the movie uh, Core Values. Um, a director here in Edmonton, where I live, just pitched me kind of like a, this is like a one paragraph kind of synopsis of what he wanted. Yeah. I went and wrote the script and they went up in, you know, the movie's made now. And um, John 316, which is um, it's actually screening uh, in a couple of weeks um, at the Edmonton International Film Festival. 
won a bunch of awards for, you know, best picture and kind of stuff like that. But uh, that was a spec script I wrote. And then I met uh, the director, Jarvis Griner, and he read it, loved it, bought it, went off and made it. Um, so yeah, I do that. I write comic books. Um, I just finished writing a novel, like ghostwriting a novel for hire. And mm. as soon as I finished that one, I just got hired to do another one. Um, cool. So it's, it's kind of like once the ball starts rolling and I'm known for this, I'm kind of, you know, um, it's enough that I can make a living at. Yeah. How do you feel about having other people making films of your script? Because I know, I mean, I've worked on a couple of short films, a few short films for self-acting. And uh, I know that the, the script that isn't the, or the, the story that's the original script isn't necessarily what comes out in the film. You know, things get changed along the way while the film's being made, things are like, well, can I, maybe we should change this round a bit and that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know. How, how do you feel about somebody else kind of like uh, making their version of your story? As it were? It's, it, it's, it's part of the business. It's something you got to live with. I mean, you know, I, I've been lucky in that pretty much all of them have turned out quite well. Um, but there's always, you know, there's always a chance that you're going to hate it, but it's just part of the business, right? Like I can write and make my own things. And sometimes it comes down to basically like the paycheck, you know, it's like, I can do my own creative things where I have control over it, but sometimes you got to just do your job and, and, you know, kind of step away from it. And yeah. so usually like if I'm just the writer on a project, I usually don't, actually I don't think I've ever, other than the one or two times where they filmed in my house. Um, I don't think I've ever been on set for something that I wasn't directing. It's just like, it's not my job, you know, it's just like, here's a script. You guys go off, make the movie. I'll watch it when it's done. Um, it's just like, it's, it becomes their movie at that point. Right. And I kind of like, uh, it's like, you know, I got, I'm just one piece of the puzzle and um, you know, it's, I don't want to interfere with someone else's like vision any more than I would want someone interfering with mine. So it's, it's almost like a one for me, one for you kind of thing. It's like, you know, I'll sell a few scripts, they'll make them. And then it's like, you know, grotesque. It's like, that's mine. I'm directing that myself. I have a lot more control so it really doesn't bother me at all i'm sure one day in the future i'll have a horrible experience where i absolutely hate the movie and i don't don't even want my name on it but but up until now uh, i've been quite lucky and um yeah it's just part of the business i guess yeah yeah well um it's been really lovely talking to you thank you very much for joining us yeah uh, thanks for having me on i i hope everything goes well with your future projects and we look forward to seeing them um i would say to anybody out there go and have a look at the uh at the um higher universe pictures uh channel on youtube i'm going to put i'll put um links up in the uh information thing from, from the podcast and uh, go and have a look because it's definitely worth worth looking at um so thank you brandon and uh good luck with everything thank you Right, uh, thank you Scott and okay. uh, we will see you again, this is the uh, Cyphora Film Podcast and we're saying goodbye, bye Bye Sci for a film podcast.